0: Good evening and welcome to The Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Currier. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for The Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow.
1: And welcome to The Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Currier and welcome to the 2023 season. Uh, the Golden Bears, hoping to get back on track with a winning season this year, Coach. Um, let's start out talking about uh, the off season, uh, some of the things that went on, and uh, how you think that those things will uh, help get things on track for 2023.
2: Yeah, there was a variety of things I think we incorporated that are going to make a difference and help us make the improvements from last year. You know, one. We do return a lot of players, and that's really helpful. Uh, we had a lot of youth playing in the last couple of years. And uh, a couple of guys that come to mind, you know, Connor be being his third year as a starter. Jalen uh, Richardson, one of the best backs in the league, will be in his third year as a starter. Um, you know, we have a variety of offensive linemen that are to that point in, in time. Jack Carver, Jake uh, Edwards, uh, Taylor Hensley, um, Robbie Carillo. Um, then, then on defense, kind of the same Kofi Beckley, a transfer, um, uh, Brad Walker's in his third year, Braden Hilgeman, Caden Bartz, um, Richard Wowers in his in a third year as well, Cyrus McClure in a third year. So I feel like we have our punters in the third year. So I think if the, the fact that we return a lot of guys that are maybe, um, getting close to their prime, uh, as a player uh, is going to be beneficial. So that's one. You know, too, we went after the guys that could help us right away. And we, we got some key transfer players that could get add depth in competition. And guys like Kenneth uh, Ledbetter, starting uh, anchor, uh, as a transfer from UND, although he's a redshirt freshman. We got a linebacker from Texas, Abilene Christian, that's from Creighton Durham Hall, Abe Schwinn. Uh, he'll be playing alongside another three-year player, Jawan Carr. Um, and then a tight end, Grant Miles, Abilene Christian, who's – one of the best tight ends we've ever had here. We're excited about him. He's a big physical kid that can do a lot of things for us on offense. Um, and we have other defensive linemen, uh, Isley Cassidy and McKinley Neville, they're two junior college transfers from California. So I think, you know, the kicker uh, is first team all-conference player at Northern State the last couple of years from Champ Park. And uh, he came to Concordia as a grad student with one year remaining. Uh, so he's important as well. So I think the addition of some key transfers, and then the fact that we're a mature team, we don't we don't we don't have a lot of young players, a lot of young freshmen in the program. We used our our scholarship dollars on some of the transfers, and we had a lot of numbers last year, about one thirty two, and we wanted to get our roster to about one fifteen. Uh, so the combination of trying to get the roster in a better spot uh, from a number standpoint, combined with uh, bringing a few transfers in made less room for high school seniors, which then allows us to be more mature. Though now and it, you know, fall camp's been much smoother just because so many more players were in our system in the spring and they're just more mature. Um, so that's been beneficial. And then our, our focus was on football knowledge and detail of our scheme in the in the winter. Uh, so we spent more time with the players, you know. Trying trying to teach them football. We had a curriculum set up for each position and each unit of the, of the team. And that maybe replaced some of the conditioning and things that normally take place in the winter. I think that was advantageous. And then we had a really strong commitment in the summer uh, to the off-season program. And players, you know, it's the coaches aren't really involved in this. We're around, obviously, but we can't be part of their workouts or train them. But our strength staff can. And then also the players organize their own uh extra efforts uh after the workouts if it was seven on seven or running through plays things like that that they did too that really helped i guess improve uh you know some some of the execution pieces and then we we changed some things on offense too um to benefit us you know went back to a huddle system which is beneficial and um you know just became more diversified in our run game um but i think there's a lot of things that that take place in football are so many different variables. It's hard to pinpoint when you win or lose, you know, what's, what's the reason, you know, everybody liked to have the, the, the simple reason, but no matter what level of football you're watching, it always comes down to a variety of things. And I think we address a, a variety of, of different things that allows us to get better.
1: As you look at uh, training camp this year, preparing for the season, what things have impressed you the most about your club?
2: I believe it starts with the offensive line. We had 16 players um, in the offensive line. All 16 were here this summer. All 16 made every single workout, which is pretty impressive. You know, I think it starts there. Uh, a lot of returning um, experience on the offensive line. They're they're you know bigger, stronger. I think they're playing lower. I think it starts there. I also think our secondary is really strong as well. We have both returning corners back. As Cyrus McClure, I think is one of the the top safeties in the league, and then. Uh, Anthony Okofi's had a real fall camp, a Wysetta product. product. Uh, so that's our starting four. And I think it's as good of a secondary as we maybe have had here in a long time. Um, and then also, I feel like, you know, our, our quarterbacks had a great camp. Connor, of course, has played well. Um, you know, Jalen Richardson's faster and better. And, you know, he's got Jair Moore and Danny Hornacek, the, the returning player from last year too, in the backfield. And then um, just the attitude. And I think, I can sense a different level of motivation and ur- urgency by the team. I, there's a, a strong desire uh, to be successful and, and prove people wrong, and we're just excited to get on the field uh, Thursday night.
1: Talk about um, the quarterback position and uh, what your expectations are for 2023.
2: I'm expecting Connor to be one of the best in the league. You know, I'm coaching the quarterbacks this year. That's that's a change as well. I took the quarterback uh, coaching um duties over last spring connor's in his third year and just like anything you know experience really benefits you he's learned a lot through two years of starting his redshirt year was covid so it's not like he had a year to watch somebody else play um and then he was you know thrust into action in 21 and then uh suffered a collarbone injury uh when he came into our program he's 175 pounds and today he's 207 um uh, but that, that's all muscle and he's he's faster and just more experienced and confident. I've just seen a sense of confidence. I'm really impressed with his leadership. The fact he's able to uh, have difficult conversations with others to hold people accountable, he does that in a real uh, strong way. Um, we also have, you know, Reed Steyer, a redshirt freshman from Menominee. Jackson Compton, he's a redshirt freshman from the Milwaukee area. They both have had strong camps. Uh, Reed has a big arm, as big as we've had here, and Jackson's a playmaker, athlete, um, but also throws the ball well too. So we like what they've done through fall camp. And then Bo Ruby, uh, an Elk River product, it rounds out our four quarterbacks currently. And um, you know the expectations to secure the football and protect it, uh, to throw the ball accurately and um, take take what the defense gives us. Uh, you know every pass concept has a progression, and we just want to be disciplined and you know go through the proper progression and throw the throw the ball to where they're not. Where there's open, where there's a guy open, and where their defense isn't covering, um, but we expect to complete sixty percent of our passes and uh, stay in a pocket and, and make plays. Um, and I've seen a lot of improvements with Connor in his pocket presence here uh, from spring now into fall camp, and looking forward to see him, uh, you know, put his put his confidence and skill set to use. So Thursday night.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk more with Shannon Courier. He is the head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. More as we preview this 2023 season after this timeout. Stay with us.
2: If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at MyCSPStory.com. That's MyCSPStory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches Show.
0: or listening to the coach's show with Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier.
1: And the coach's show continues with head football coach Shannon Courier. Uh coach let's talk defense now. Um has your scheme changed at all? I, I know that you, you have different you, you have different concepts that you used last year. Are you going to bring those back this year? Are you are you a 3-4 base? Are you a 4-3 base? What what kind of schemes can we expect to see if we're watching uh, Golden Bear football this year?
2: We have um, added some new wrinkles defensively, but we're a 4-3 base defense. You know, Kind of a, um, a 4-4 in a way in some ways, but we try to get the safeties down in the box to help us with the run. But it all starts up front with the defensive line. And, uh, you know, we play uh, an over front, an under front. We call it an Aggie front. Uh, Some people call it uh, the crush defense where both the interior defense alignment are playing, you know, A-gap, A-gaps and and trying to, you know, uh, take away inside zone plays and and inside running game. Uh, So we kind of an assortment of those things. But um, I see that we'll be probably a little bit more aggressive with, with bringing some pressure and, Uh, Trying to force the issue, but like any defense, you have to stop the run, and it starts there always. And we really try to continue to, um, you know, really invest in defense alignment, and that's that's the reason for the three transfer defense lineman that we had, and we graduated a couple of guys last year, but we returned some some solid players. You know, we have another young man, Devin Jones, is a redshirt freshman that we, you know, considered playing as a true freshman last year, but we were able to redshirt him, and he'll be. A starting Deanna on one side and then redshirt freshman Kenneth Slender but Ledbetter on the other side. The transfer from UND and then uh Brad Walker and Kofi Beck- Beckley is our or Beckley is our uh two starting interior players, and then Isley Cassidy and um Keyshawn Pettis are both uh gonna be involved heavily in the inside of the of the defensive line. But uh, you know, we, not a lot of changes. We just we believe will be better. We'll believe we'll be more disciplined and Uh, Keep, you know, disciplined with our eyes and where they need to be. Um, Just be able to execute the defense and calls that we create um, at a higher level.
1: I know as long as I've been uh, following uh, you as a head coach at uh, Concordia St. Paul, you've put an emphasis on your linemen, whether it's the offensive line or the defensive line, winning the game in the trenches. I assume that that uh, holds true again because you just spoke almost entirely about the defensive line.
2: Yeah, it always starts there because if you if you can't stop the run, you're really in a, a predicament because now the team is you know it, they can they can come at you throwing the ball, running the ball, um, but if you can get them in long down situations, that's when you can get pressure on the quarterback and create turnovers and bad plays. Um, and obviously, it's it's uh, complementary football. At the offense, if we can also do the part on offense to score touchdowns, and then we can put also put the off the opposing offense in some tougher situations but you know if you're pressuring the quarterback and you're stopping a run at your front uh you're, you're gonna have a successful defense and then likewise on offense if you can run the football you know now you're in a, an advantage so we have put a lot of emphasis on those two positions and i think uh th- those positions maybe are really challenging to find high level players at both sides on both sides of the ball on the interior defensive line and offensive line but uh, we've been working hard to do that and i think you know, we're finally starting to reap some of the benefits of a few of the players that are now uh, maturing into their, their prime uh, performance in both sides of the ball there.
1: Talk about some of your coverage guys, your corners and uh, your, your D backs uh, who are some of the guys that we can uh, watch out for this year in pass
2: coverage. Absolutely. I, I think again, Cyrus McClure is a strong safety force who's really athletic um, started the year strong last year with a couple of interceptions Um Played as a true freshman as well, had a shoulder surgery, you know, after that freshman year. He was cut short with uh with a shoulder surgery. But I'm really excited about him. One of our top leaders, uh, one of the best dispositions of a person that I've ever seen. Just always happy, smiley. Um, loves football, loves his teammates, buys into everything we tell him to do, and is playing really well. Um, it's really good to see Anthony Okofia continue to make the progress because he's been, he's always been very athletic, but now we understand. And the defense well, and it's communicating so much better back there, you know, as the as a quarterback of the defense. And then we have a bunch of corners, you know, uh, McKinley, Eglin, Young had been a star the last couple of years. Uh, right now, he's our third corner. And I think that tells you a little bit about the depth of the position. And then uh, we call him fat, but Zantarius Graham or Xantavius Graham. Uh, everybody knows him as fat here. And um, he's going to be a second year player started the true freshman. Uh, has had a strong camp. And then Hudson Jean, who's in his third year uh, redshirt sophomore, also is just a big-looking, good-looking kid out there. Uh, is physical, can tackle, and, and also play coverage. So, you know, those, those guys are pretty good. And then there's another corner, Dylan Williamson, who's a redshirt freshman that is maybe one of the more talented athletes on the team and is maturing. And hopefully uh, he's ready to step in and make a, a big um, – contribution this year too as a, as a right-shirt freshman so it's it's the guys that are still young that have had some some experiences thus far and I'm looking for big things from that group
1: do you have a defensive philosophy does the team have when when, when you guys are in the locker room or you're at practice and you're going into a, a game do we does do the Golden Bears have a philosophy to say hey this is what we're trying to do from play to play from game to game
2: I mean, the philosophy, you know, we, we talk about the values of our program and that's just being, um, being relentless, you know, being enthusiastic, you know, having a strong desire to be great and improve every day, um, you know, to build a brotherhood of relationships with our teammates, uh, to execute and then finally to be disciplined. I mean, those are the things we really talk about. And then for each one of those element, those values, we have a standard that we're trying to uh, exceed and meet. And, you know, I feel like this starts there, but. But obviously, it's just playing relentlessly. You know, when a ball is snapped, we want to play fast and confidently. We want to be disciplined with our eyes. So, the values I just mentioned are integrated into the philosophy on both sides of the ball in various ways. Uh, but it, it all comes down to execution. And another area that we've stepped up is just the accountability with our team. Like, we really tried to show the guys when they make a mistake how it affects everybody. So, we we uh, show video in in each team meeting of you know, three or four clips of practice uh, on offense that are, we call them growth plays, plays that we can grow from and learn from. And then we, we show three or four plays where there's really good execution and we do the same on defense. It's just helped us build, I think, more football knowledge and help players understand how, you know, one key, uh, you know, um, execution, or one 11th, you know, one guy does his job that one eleventh 11th is, is so essential into the play being successful or, one guy fails to do his job, how well, it affects everybody else. So I think we really up the ante in regards to performance accountability too. Um so just really getting guys to to do their job. And that's that's not just a defensive uh, philosophy that's everybody on the field. Um, and it all kind of relates, and I think we're always speaking the same language from both sides of the ball.
1: Okay, let's take a break. Uh when we come back in our final segment. We will uh, talk about special teams, and we'll take a look at uh, the NSIC um, and uh, who you expect to be powerhouses this year as you uh, get through another schedule of uh, very difficult Division II football. We're talking to head coach Shannon Courier. On the Coaches Show, back with more after this timeout.
2: Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, concordia university st paul can help you get there we have the flexible affordable programs you need to take your next step we're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success your to be continued starts at concordia learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com that's mycspstory.com
0: Now back to the coaches show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier.
1: Final segment of our first coaches show of the twenty twenty three season with head coach Shannon Courier. Coach so we've talked offense and defense. Uh, let's dig into the special teams a little bit. Uh, you did mention that you have a, a new kicker on board. Let's talk uh, kickers and punter first.
2: Yeah, we call it we call it the you know, special teams is our team, and we try to put our best players on there and. You're all always aware of, you know, how many reps a guy can take in a game, and sometimes maybe you know we find other players that maybe can can play some special teams. But this year we made a strong commitment to putting our best players out there on a special teams. So when that ball is exchanged, the amount of yardage that it is exchanged, we're going to have our best players out there and, and really feeling confident in our special teams plays. And I think that's an area that we can use to help us, you know, get. Um, get a couple extra wins that we maybe we didn't get last year. The, the kicking game has really uh, started with, you know, Parker Dahlman, who is a third year, another third year player, third year starter from Blaine, who has a phenomenal leg and one of our top leaders, and uh, he's had a great camp. Expecting him to be one of the best punters in the conference, maybe the country. Uh, a real long kid and just works really hard and and uh, takes his role very seriously. So it starts there and then it starts with the protection. We have a bunch of guys that now have been protecting the punt and on the punt team for like three or four years as well. You know, some of the key contributors on special teams would be Braden Hilgeman, a linebacker, Caden Bartz, a linebacker, Rich Wauer, a linebacker, Carter Otto, a linebacker, Cyrus McClure, the safety, you know, the couple corners. So a lot of the defensive players are uh, some of the top special team players. Then also some of our skilled players on offense are helping out. Adrian Adams, uh, Jalen Richardson, Jair Moore, Danny uh, Hornacek, and also uh, Troy Ellison and Deion Green. Those are some guys that are going to have big roles on special teams. But um, in addition to those, then we have the kicker, you know, Peyton Oy from Champlin Park. Uh, he went to Northern State out of high school, and then we were able to, to be blessed with his presence here this year as a grad transfer. And like I said, he's a a two-time all-conference player out there. And we're just excited to have the quality kicker he is. And one thing that's impressive about me about him is when he has a missed kick, um, he's, he's mature and does not let that bother the next kick. Like he, he recognizes that's part of the game. No one's perfect. So I really like how he responds to adversity. Um, He's got a strong leg and just really excited to see him, you know, help us put more points on the board this year. So I really feel confident about our kicking game. I think it can be as good as anybody in the league. Uh, Coach monkwitz our, our special teams coordinator, does a phenomenal job with the group and uh, really excited to watch us hopefully create some big plays in that that realm.
1: You mentioned uh, at the top of this interview um, that uh, you are cognizant anyway of the number of snaps that uh, guys take. Sounds to me like you got a lot of regulars, um, on both sides of the ball that are going to be playing special teams as well. Do you worry about injury at all? I mean, I, I know injury part of the game, but th- does that concern you because special teams does lend itself to injury because of the wide open play during special teams?
2: Always concerned about injury. That's that's a big part of the game. It's, it's uh, hampered us in years past. Um, but, you know, we're not going to play scared. And if we're going to give a guy a break, you know, we want to give him a break on a defensive play or an offensive play. The special teams plays are where you can have game changing plays, you know, block punt, uh, a big punt return, kick return. Um, you know, those are just plays that change outcomes of games, and, and we think we can create some of those. And, uh, you know, we have, we, we fortunately have some depth as well, you know, at, at all these positions. So when it comes to giving a guy a break, you know, we'd rather do that on offense. You know, Jalen Richardson uh, is on a punt team and he's unable to you know, be fresh for a series we have a couple of the running backs so we can get in there and, and tote the ball on offense. But, you know, we want the best 11 athletes to block a punt. So hopefully I'm speaking this into existence here. I just expect us to block some punts this year. Um, and I also see us having a big return game, both in the punting game and also, uh, you know, the, the kickoff return. And then, you know, our punt team has been pretty solid. It was one of the top teams uh, in the league last year as a, a punt team, that punt at average, and, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of formations and movement, and we're trying to keep defenses from trying to bring the, the juice on us and, and try to block our punts. We want them to be concerned about who's eligible and, and uh, a fake. And, and I think we have a real good plan uh, for our special teams to be very successful.
1: Um, You guys are in the uh, NSIC Northern Division. Uh, won by Bemidji State last year. They were unbeaten in the North, oh, by the way, 6-0, and as you well know. Um, do you see them as uh, one of the uh, top teams again this year, along with uh, UMD, who finished at 5-1 and in the Northern?
2: Absolutely. Bemidji State's one of the top teams. Um, I don't pay a lot of attention to where everybody's ranked, um, but I believe they were maybe ranked to be the top team. This year, there's not a North and South. You know, We lost Upper Iowa out of the conference schedule they are our uh opening game but it's considered a non-conference game because they're in a different league now um therefore um because there's less teams in our conference now we play 10 of the other 12 teams or 13 teams we play 10 of the other 12 and then each team has a non-conference game so um but the team this the league is very good we had four teams make the playoffs last year: Winona, Bemidji, Wayne State, and uh, Mankato State, and certainly teams Sioux Falls and Augustana, and really everybody's good. You got to come ready to play every weekend, and uh, we're just really focused on hey, how do we get better today. Um, you know that's how we define winning is what's important now and and right now today. Um, you know we have a practice this afternoon, and we gotta we gotta find ways to get better with that practice. And then taking one game at a time, you know, we need to create some momentum and confidence. And it starts with having success and and just doing the things we're supposed to be doing, going back to our values and being disciplined in our assignments, uh, securing the football. And, you know, therefore, um, we we expect to get a win and then build on that win. And hopefully that leads to more.
1: Without the north and south, um, does that create more travel for you guys?
2: You know, not really. We're kind of in a central location of the conference. We have six home games this year. We have five on the road. Our road games consist of Winona State, Duluth, and Mankato. So those are, you know, relatively short trips. And then we we also go to Minot, the longest trip, and uh, Bemidji State. We return back to the the north side of the of the state. Um, so it's it's not so bad. You know, it, it could certainly be worse and uh, we're just happy to have six home games and five on the road.
1: Well, Coach, um, appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, good luck, and we will uh, be doing this each and every week throughout the season.
2: I appreciate your time, too, and looking forward to, um, you know, hopefully sharing uh, some of some great success with you and and talk about some of these players we have that I think are, are going to be some of the best in the league. So thank you for your time.
1: All right. He is head coach Shannon Courier. I'm Wally Langfellow. You have been listening to the Coaches Show. We'll talk to you again next week, right here.
0: You've been listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.